0: Hi, this message is for Dexter Guff. My name is Kelly calling from Shlotsky, Felsenthal, and Klein. Our records indicate that you have an outstanding balance of $149,500 for legal services provided on your behalf in the case of Boster
1: v. Guff. If you can please give us a call back with payment status, that would be greatly appreciated. My callback number is 213-555-5900, extension 200. Thank you.
0: Well, uh, that's the message I woke up to this morning. Oh yeah. Uh, Tammy sent it over. That came in on the 1-800-JOY-DEXTER line. That message. That's how I started my day. Uh, with a message from Kelly from Schlotsky something, something, something. And I owe lawyers one hundred and forty nine dollars That's what I woke up to. Uh, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, You are listening to Dexter Guff is Smarter Than You, the self-help podcast where I give you my proprietary tips and tricks of the trade so that you can lead your very best life and hopefully uh, not wake up to a phone call saying you owe $149,000. But it happens. It happens. And why does it happen to the good guys? That's what I want to know. Why are those the types of calls uh, that the good guys, the good entrepreneurs get all the time? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly hounded by lawyers. You know, you owe this, you owe that. Uh, you lost this case, you lost that case. Uh, you know, someone's still suing you because they're still injured uh, from trying to choke down one of your pills. Uh, you know, why is it the good guys uh, that end up uh, having to pay that kind of money? So it's, uh, I'm not paying. Anyways, I'm, I'm not. I mean, I'm not until at least Schlotsky calls. I don't even know who that was maybe a junior legal assistant. Eh, no, thanks. Sorry, Kelly. I'm not paying you. I'll wait till Schlotzky blows me up and I'll think about it. Uh, anyways, just I wanted to share that with you so that you know, uh, my dear, dear listener, uh, that, you know, you're not alone. You're not alone. I'm I'm getting those calls all the time too. You know, hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, that I owe uh, for a uh, different legal cases in which I've lost. So uh, you're not alone. Anyways, uh, okay, so I'm glad we did that. Tammy, let's roll in on the show. So why don't you play the music uh, the music that we legally own, uh, have the rights to. Why don't you play that music? Uh, we legally own that, right? Let's do this. D. This is going to be fun. I dare you to listen. It's time. E. On your mental treadmill, what takes priority? Your goals or your dreams? Dexter Cup. X. Technology. Entertainment. Design. Throw that out the window. That's old news. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Come on now. What was your biggest failure? No, no, no. Let me guess. I don't think you're ready. I'm Dexter Guff, and I'm smarter than you. Okay. Well, here we go. Uh, The show has started now. Uh, There is no looking back uh, at this point. There's no uh, looking in the rearview mirror now. Uh, We are full steam ahead. Uh, In fact, I don't even have a rearview mirror on this car um, because it's not a car. It's an 18-wheeler, and a rearview mirror on an 18-wheeler is useless. All you would see is that big box of goods that you're hauling. Uh, You do have side mirrors, uh, but I never look in those uh, because I'm always looking ahead. Okay, so uh, I'm so glad that you are joining me again today on the program. Uh, Hopefully, you'll find some tips and tricks in here that will change your life, Uh, That 1-800 number, it's coming back to haunt me, Uh, voices from the past, they're finding me, 1-800-JOY-DEXTER, it's the one thing, you know, you get a 1-800 number and all of a sudden you start to hear from a few voices that you're like, I wasn't expecting you to call, (laughs) didn't expect you to find it, Uh, anyways, it happens, not going to worry about that, full steam ahead. Uh, because I have got an incredible show uh, for you today. Today's feature interview uh, is with an actor that, you know, you've seen him. You've seen him on a lot of stuff. You've seen him on Veronica Mars. You've seen him on Just Shoot Me. You've seen him on Galaxy Quest, Flashpoint. I am talking about Enrico Colantoni. Uh, He is my feature interview today. We are going to talk a little bit about his illustrious career, but also... I've got a project that I want to invite him to join me in. So we might be business partners. Uh, So definitely stay tuned for that. I cannot wait uh, for that conversation and to drop that bomb on Rico. Uh, See if he wants to join me in business. So that is coming up very, very shortly. Um, Oh, hold on now. Hi, Tammy. Yeah, don't think I forgot to mention you. Uh, Hi to Tammy, of course, today. Uh, Hello, Tammy. Uh, So, uh, let's move on to today's thought release. Uh, Won't you join me hand in hand as we walk into the Thought Palace so that I can share with you uh, something that I think will hopefully change your life. Let's start by taking a cleansing breath. You've probably heard of a signature drink. Or maybe a... Signature dish. Even signature moves. (laughs) You know I've got a couple of those. Oh yeah. But have you heard of a signature signature? Maybe not. Because I created that. A signature signature is a way of signing your name that makes your signature as impressive and as unique as the person it represents. A signature signature, or for simplicity's sake, a signature squared, is an absolute must for any person of success. Personal story. Four years ago, I had a bit of a reckoning. I was sitting in the lawyer's office with my ex-wife, Charlotte. <sighs> Charlotte. We were there to sign our divorce papers. It was meant to be an easy, breezy, fun day of celebration and But that celebration for me was cut short. Because as I signed my name on the proverbial dotted line, I stopped. I did a double take. Dead in my tracks, I looked down at what I had just done. My signature. There it was. Flaccid. Floppy. That was me. Uninspired. Tired. A signature that barely took up any page space. A signature that politely sat above the line provided no flourish, no flair, no nothing. Honestly, it looked like the signature of someone who was a no one. I was ashamed. I was ashamed to give that paperwork back to the lawyers. I couldn't blame Charlotte for divorcing me. I wanted to divorce myself in that moment after seeing that signature. How had my life amounted to the forgettable cursive that lay before me? Right then and there, I snapped. I ripped up that paperwork. I tore up those docks. I hand-shredded them. I demanded a do-over. Not on the marriage, uh, just on the signature. I refused to let my existence be represented by a pitiful rendering of my namesake captured on full scap for eternity. The lawyers were pissed. I didn't care. Lawyers are always pissed at me. I'm a tough client. I demand excellence. Even in the snack trays served in boardrooms. Excellence, please! At this point, word had spread through the office that a divorcee client was going rogue. As the printers were puking out some more paperwork, a small crowd of lawyers and legal minions gathered in the boardroom. And when that freshly printed doc hit the table, it was showtime. Oh yeah, baby! I cracked my knuckles. I took a deep breath i picked up that bic and i made that pen dance boom my signature started on the dotted line but then jesus took the wheel and i spun that page 90 degrees to the north and continued signing on a vertical plane then i bent it like beckham until my signature continued in an inverted realm some letters some capitalized some lowercase some chinese some not even letters at all at one point I was simply drawing concentric circles connected to a larger maze that eventually became a bald eagle with sharp teeth instead of a beak. Five, ten minutes went by, and I was still inking those filings. There were gasps. There were cheers. Some people grabbed their phones, started a Facebook Live, my signing session. Oh, yeah. My docu-signing was trending big time. It was breaking the internet. When I finally finished, coated in sweat, exhausted, I lifted the pen from the page, and the room was silent. People looked down at something that was closer to an Escher print than a legal document. Out of this jaw-gaping, stunned reverence, softly, but surely, a slow clap began to build. Soon it was applause. Then there were high fives. Then echoes of people saying, Did I see that right? I think I just broke my brain. Prosecco was flowing. And as the celebration was going full throttle, I caught eyes with my ex. And for a heartbeat, just one heartbeat, I could tell she was considering taking me back. But I could also tell she was pretty firm about the multiple infidelities that broke us up. On that day, I disrupted the signature industry. I flipped the script and inked out a memorable way of executing authorization in a handwritten form. Now, is that the same signature that I use today? No. But that was the beginning of a signature rebrand. A reboot! It was the beginning of my signature signature. And that signature is just like me. Oh yeah, you know it is. It breaks the rules. It marches to the beat of its own drum. It is closer to a piece of artwork than a boring old John Hancock. In fact... If you look hard enough, in very small print, just below my signature and to the right is my signature again. Because just like all artists, I insist on signing my original works. So when you look at your signature, what does it say about you? Is it bold? Is it daring? Is it a piece of ink that's closer to an experience than an autograph? Because your signature tells A story. Your story. Is your story a graphic novel or a tome? Because if it's just plain cursive with a slightly languid S or an obtuse-leaning J, then the story you're telling is nothing more than a pamphlet that belongs in the recycling bin. So get out a sketching pad and get creative. Tell your story in your signature. Create shapes that only belong to an alphabet you've created in your mind and create your very own signature signature and that is today's thought release guest today is a big-time actor, baby, yes. Uh, So you know the conversation's going to get adult uh, in nature. Um, You've definitely seen him in his many film and television roles, but most impressively, he is about to call me a business partner. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, yes, he has been on major network television. Uh, He's worked with Spielberg and Soderbergh, but now he gets to add business partner of D. Guff to that CV? Takes it to a whole other level. I really want to talk about that too, Dex.
1: We're going to talk about that. In fact, I'd rather just talk about specifically that. Could we just cut to the chase and talk about that? Straight about our business partnership. But does, but does it have to be like live? And like, do we have to record it? It's sort of a personal thing of what we want to achieve, right? This is about peeling
0: back the layers of the onion and getting to the heart of that onion and seeing what brings us two tears. And so, by that, I think what I mean is let's cut to the chase. Let's go there. I'll go there but, with you. But I was
1: talking. Maybe we could do it outside of the interview. You're to, saying
0: you want to have a conversation about our business that isn't recorded
1: because we really haven't discussed it. Like exactly. what we want exactly. But I I just don't think it's a good opportunity to sort of just do it in front of like your your. I listeners. understand. I understand. Okay. So understand. what you're talking about?
0: You're talking about stage fright.
1: I'm, a, yeah, I'm You're a
0: talking fan. about having this a very important business conversation. Uh, in front of my audience, that that scares you a bit because we we haven't actually uh, spoken at, not even one word about what our business project I, is together.
1: I mean, we did talk about a, a restaurant. Well, we're doing that. That's what I mean. We haven't
0: gone beyond that. No. Okay, just so the that cat we know is out, out of the back.
1: Okay, so let me let me just frame this a little. And bit. I, I don't know anything about. Re- I'm that's, really I'm really just leaving it in your court and how we how we move forward and what it looks like because I'm I'm just an actor, man. Okay,
0: so here's okay, and and I would never say that about you. I'd say that about a lot of actors. Because a lot of actors are just actors, but I know you're different. I, can, I, I know that about you. I mean, we,
1: we you're first of all you're no, Italian. Man, I'm just yeah. So I there's so Italian. that's already
0: interesting in and of itself.
1: Yep. Right. That's so true. okay.
0: So let me okay let me put let me put some context around this. Uh, first of all, Enrico Colantoni, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, Dex. It's <laughs> good to see you again. Or that's Dexter, good. Mr. Guff. I yeah, mean, no, so When I first met you, it was just Mr. Guff. But D thank Guff, you. Yeah.
0: Uh, call me Big oh, D. Thank
1: you. I get okay, that a lot. Mr. Uh, Guff is circles. good. I like okay. Mr. Guff. Mr. Guff
0: is yeah. fine. Okay, well, we'll do this. But of course, Rico, I'm so happy to have you on the show.
1: Thanks for tonight. having me, too, Mr. And, Guff. Yeah.
0: And I'm so happy uh, that we have decided to work together on a brand new venture that you just said. It's a restaurant. Uh, we're doing that. Yeah. Uh, but before, now, before we, before we actually get into our brainstorming session about how this restaurant is going to work, right? Um, I do want to have to touch on uh, your career. I don't really want to do it, but I just feel like we have to. Yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Let's just get that out of the way so that we can get into the actual, the interesting part of the interview, which will be about us talking about our restaurant. We don't Um, have to talk about it in front of your... uh,
1: No, it's... Okay.
0: So let's talk about where did it all start? Where did what all start? Well, I'm specifically speaking about your acting career.
1: Where did it all
0: start? Was it a bet gone wrong?
1: Or was it something more it it was, it, it, nefarious? It, it was it, because, you know, you, you hit you, 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 um, you hit something on the Italian thing. Okay. I knew I touched up. <clears throat> it's a bit of a hot button issue. It is. I, it is. I know. Being, being Italian growing up where mm. I grew up wasn't easy.
0: Okay. Now, where was that? Malibu? That,
1: no, I was in Canada. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, so would you be one of how many Italians there? Um, close to half a million. Okay, so there's a few, a lot of them, but okay. nobody. We didn't like each other. That was the thing. Okay, the Italians didn't like Italians, and other, you know, the Canadians didn't like Italians. And so, so th- interesting, so it what came, the hell do
0: Canadians like?
1: That's hockey, hockey, and beer. hockey, hockey, okay. beer. Well, okay. Uh, and so what started happening is that I had to get in the, the fights. There were just a whole bunch of fights, and okay, so I got tired of get beat. I got beat up a lot really so instead I said, of
0: i find this surprising well, because i'm and, looking at those meat hooks and i'm saying uh, wait a second
1: right thank These you things
0: could literally i mean they're gonna <laughs> do you, some thank damage you. thank you, Mr. you know know what what that's it very sweet. certainly i mean i hope that i'm hoping no, you're not I, your damage right here but it's, I'm it's saying, been
1: it was, yeah. uh six years old was probably the last time i decided i'm not gonna fight anymore i'm done Wow. i'm hanging and them up. since then you've just been getting just, shit kicked out of you well bef- yeah well or I'm just, I, well on. You know, I decided to take it on stage. Okay. Right, that's where the transition. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. I see. Is like I started performing. I started performing. Performing to fights. Avoid, well to avoid the fight. Okay, I see. I, I see, started I getting see. myself out of jams by yeah. putting on a, a voice, a funny voice, or a limp or something. Like I would act like I was already hurt, so people wouldn't. They'd wouldn't sort of beat go, well, up. let's
0: not. Let's not pick on that. Don't pick on He's kid. already hurt.
1: He's got, you know, oh, look, he can't encephalitis walk. of the uh, exactly. neck or exactly. I don't know what's going on, but he can't exactly. move very easily. So that, let's, that's what good. I started doing when I was six years old and it started work. I'd go home yeah. and instead of getting beat up at home, I would just act like I already had a black eye, like I'd already been beaten up. Oh, my
0: God. Yeah. Okay.
1: Fuck. Okay. I want to talk to you a little bit
0: about a movie that you did that I absolutely loved. Galaxy Quest, oh yeah, baby! You played, uh, you played uh, an alien, Malthazar? Mathazar, yeah.
1: Mathazar, Mathazar, Mathazar. 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 Mathazar.
0: Mathazar. Yep. How do you go about playing an alien? Because I, I got to remind people at home, this was a while ago. This is before Mike Pence, so we didn't really have like an example of what an alien is uh, like in human form. And so, how when you're approaching an alien pre-Pence, what are you using as your uh, kind of your guideline here?
1: Um, well, it sort of goes back to when I was six, Yeah. you know, and, um, making someone just to get out of one of those, those, uh, those skirmishes. Right. There was one time where I remember having to make them believe that I was an alien.
0: Is there a role that you sort of say, just a type of role that you sort of say, okay, I've done, did the alien thing. I've played cops. Uh, I play a PIs. Is there a role that you say to yourself, "Wait a second here. If I had the chance, if I had one shot, I'd love to play a role like this."
1: Yeah, always. What is that? A lawyer, just a, really, just, just a just a good a good honest lawyer. I don't a think... lawyer who just wants to do good. So a That's good honest a, lawyer, a so good, good, kind of more lawyer. of like
0: an ironic uh, dark comedy. Iron-
1: exactly, just something that, that that people don't immediately recognize. Right. But uh, they just learn to uh, to value over time. Yeah.
0: Wow. Right. I love it. Yeah. Like a
1: young lawyer. Why not? Barrister.
0: Oh, a barrister.
1: <laughs> barrister. <laughs> it's a
0: London lawyer. <laughs> I love that. Now, listen. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you about another project that so many people know you from, Veronica Mars. Yeah. Now you have played. Uh, he Kristen was a Bell. PI. He
1: was a PI. He was a PI. Yeah, he is a PI. He is He's a PI. A See yeah. this? Okay, and this is
0: a thing because this is the show. Yeah, this thing won't go away. I mean, it's it's like oh. it's like, and, we're, and nobody wants to do. But I I'm saying is like you had you you did the original show, big yeah. hit. Yeah. Then you do. There's a Kickstarter. Me make it into a movie. Do the movie now. Hulu's bringing this back. Yeah. Tell that's, me that's about it. this show. What is it about this show? That just is giving it this longevity, this nonstop uh, life that it's had.
1: It's good.
0: Okay, it's a, I don't want to go it's into a good show. I don't want to go into more detail than that, but I feel some of my listeners might want me to. Okay, tell me about the with the Kickstarter when it originally mm-hmm. came out because it was a record-setting Kickstarter. Am I right? Something yeah. like in 24 hours, 20, you guys raised like, two million dollars in the first wow. 24 hours. Did you use any of that for the film, or was that just kind of like, you know, what this has been very successful Kickstarter? Let's take that first two mil. Let's kind of take care of ourselves, and whatever trickles in after that. Fact, well, okay, we'll, we'll rent the cameras and we'll, you know, get some some wardrobe.
1: No, we used it. We used it all on the film. Okay, I mean, there was a lot of money spent on postage and perks. Postage. Well, you know Is that. Well, when I'm you like, do Kickstarter, when you do a, a a a crowdsourcing yes, you have to promise people that you know they're giving you money. You have to promise them something like a T-shirt or a DVD oh, or a poster, and that are costs money. People for that. Everyone yeah, wants a damn want T-shirt. Something. Nobody. I mean, used to be you could just. Be an executive producer. Exactly. But now you want something. Now Those you want to be an executive producer, producer
0: and a poster. get the t-shirt yeah. or the poster yeah. 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 or give me half of a line. Right. You know, Or walk on. Exactly. Oh, no. I was talking about a half of a line. Uh, or, oh, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, no. Like a line. Okay. No, I, when you said producer in Hollywood, I was saying- Thing, I went in a different way there. But ultimately, you guys raised... How much money was raised in the end?
1: Six, $6 million dollars. We God. wanted two, and we got six. Yeah. Is that
0: thing still going? Is the Kickstarter still going? Like, Does stuff no. still trickle in?
1: No, no, no. God, because I it... think
0: that would be the way to do it. You use that six mil, but then just every now and again, stoke the embers. Like You've made the film, okay. but every now and again, you stoke the embers like, oh, that Kickstarter's still going, No, and just see what trickles in. That would be great. Now, Rico, yeah. you've worked with... Some of the biggest names in directing. You've worked with Spielberg. You've worked with Soderbergh. What is it like with these guys? I mean, what is their thing? Why are these guys uh, so notable? Why are they so, uh, quote-unquote, good and legendary? When you're working with, you know, these directors. Good directors. Good Good directors. directors? Are they... Is it collaborative? Are they coming over and saying, you know, let's talk about... Not
1: really. They're not. No, not all of them, no. Okay. Some of them just want you to say your lines and...
0: Guess there always is that script, isn't
1: there? Yeah, it's like a blueprint, but it's very important.
0: Yeah, speaking of blueprints, um, I want to pivot here and talk about what you and I are doing together because, and this is, and I know I can see it already in your eyes, you're getting jacked up. I know why. I
1: I don't know anything about being a restaurateur, then this is, but but then, but I love the idea partnering on this because I believe you i just don't want it to be an italian restaurant
0: oh but that's fine that's fine. we don't we don't have to but i find this interesting because of your italian heritage you do not want it to be an italian restaurant why would
1: that be nobody really likes italians that's why so if you go into an italian restaurant it's really triggering a lot of things i've been to italian restaurants and italians especially will say well my mother made it better and you're always competing with but what your mom's mother, you know what I mean? Oh, my God. My wife's made it better. My oh wife my made it God. better. Very so you brilliant. can't go into an Italian Jesus. restaurant and just enjoy Italian food.
0: I want to call someone out on that. I really do and say, oh, we, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, then I'll, I'll fund this whole thing right now. We're going to your mom's house. Let's do that. I'll taste it. Because that was some pretty bomb chicken parmesan.
1: I'm just saying that a lot of Italian restaurants start yeah. with mom in the kitchen. Oh, my God. you know, And mm. it's like, how many moms in the kitchen do you need? I, I was just thinking more in terms of something simple, okay. like street food, I love
0: hot street dogs, food. hot dogs. Sure. Cold dogs. cold.
1: Well, Actual dogs. i leave that to you, man. Do you
0: know what I'm saying? You do something that disrupts the industry.
1: Yeah. Put I a love real that. dog I on the menu. That. I love that.
0: I love that. That's what draws. That's what gets people curious. They're like, wait a second. I heard they're serving a legitimate dog in that
1: place. I mean, like a, a lasso-apso. That's cool. Is that true? Are they doing that? That would be cool. It gets them in if there. If we could get it, I mean, if they'll let us do that. Sure. Well, but this is the,
0: when you disrupt, we're not Because we want the restaurant permission. in
1: North America, but we want it in North America. But we then, don't want it in no, some-
0: Rico, you know. hold on, hold on. This is my whole thing. No. You say you're grilling a lasso-apso. Yeah. As soon as people get in, they go, oh, it's Italian. It's an Italian restaurant. My mom did it better. As an example, you don't have to have the dog. I'm saying that's what gets people in the door. Oh, my God. Are they really cooking this? I like that. I want to get in your palate. Yeah. Or not. And I don't mean that how that sounded at all. But what no. I'm saying is I want your palate to inform what we are doing.
1: Well, that's that's Italian food then.
0: So we do a little Italian. And I like that. We don't have to call it Italian out front. You know, call it chick fingers.
1: We you know, Can we do that? Sure. Can we just make it Italian food without calling it an Italian restaurant? Yeah, that would be good. That it. would be good. Here's another like thought. Like chins. That sure. Chins restaurant. And you get inside. Chins Italian food. And it's like, okay. Hey, what is this? It's like, I like that. I like that. Well,
0: listen, I love the sound of all of this. I think that would
1: be, I just don't, but I want to be, I just want to be clear that I am a silent partner. I don't want, you know, to be associated with this at all if there's we need okay. to write this down on paper. I okay. need We uh, could
0: do a handshake agreement.
1: Well, we we could, but I really would rather my lawyer okay. come in and And is your lawyer
0: about... being played by an actor? Cuz if it is, that'd be pretty cool. No, he's a real legitimate barrister. See, I'd love if your lawyer was played by Tim Allen. And that then he comes cool. That would And be he's cool. like, "Whoa!" That would be and I'm cool. I'm like, oh,
1: yeah, I know you. That would be then cool. Then he serves me with a barrister paper. That's not a bad idea. I could call Tim and just see if he would do that.
0: Kickstarter.
1: That would be awesome. We do a Kickstarter. We could raise. We, we could get, we could... Call we, all the supporters of Veronica Mars supporters.
0: Yes, call on we them. We could
1: make an easy six million dollars like and first two mil. Hours. You and
0: I split. Easy. flat out. I can't. We'll put that in the paperwork. I we'll get Tim to write that. No, out. We
1: can't do that. Be easy we, to do we, it. We can't split that. Take two mil and just kind of be like, we can't you know do what? that. That's unethical. And I, I, nah. I separated. So you say separated. It in the
0: Kickstarter, sort of in that little video that you kind of promote. It's like, hey guys, we're trying to raise six mil. Uh, first couple. That's on us. We're, See, this we're, we're is what's doing, pissing
1: we're... me off about this thing. This is why I didn't want to talk about it in front of your listeners, because there are things I would like to be unethical about this business venture. Fantastic. But I, I don't think I can, because now it's being recorded, and, yeah, and I can't I just, be a silent partner. We already, already
0: recorded you saying, I want to be unethical, so we'll probably isolate that audio, and that'll be something I can use down the road to just remind you of why it is we took that two mil off the top. Uh, and that doesn't even touch on the back end. Like, once these restaurants are up and going... We're going to have a huge back end on this Kickstarter. Uh, that's happening. I am so glad uh, that you came by and that you shared so much of yourself uh, with my listener and that we are doing this Restaurant thing together. That's going to yeah,
1: be huge. That's going to be fun. And History so health, yeah.
0: here's how we'll make this work. You're going to be in charge of the Kickstarter. Going to let you run with that for two weeks. Call um, up K Bell. Get her in on it. Make some social media. Uh, make that happen. Uh, a few more of your celeb friends. Get Soderberg on it. I, I'll let him shoot the video. You run with I, it for two weeks. Uh, see what we come up with financially. Let's get that two mil split between the two of us right off the top. And then the next four we'll use towards the actual restaurants. Can't, and then that back end is all on us too. So you run with that. I'll be. Be in charge of the other things that I have to be in charge of, which will be probably looking at that paperwork from Tim Allen, and we'll see what we can come up with, and for you my listener, what you heard right there was a classic Dutch press. Uh, we're in a partnership uh, deGuff here uh, pressed, as only the Dutch can uh, pressed Rico uh, to take more responsibility than me and then we'll both financially reap the rewards. So Rico, thank you uh, for doing that, a learning moment for everybody listening into the program. Loved it! Yes! What a great conversation! Uh, Rico Colantoni, I loved having you uh, in the studio with me, and I cannot wait uh, to see all of the hard, hard work uh, that Rico uh, has agreed to do uh, so that our business will thrive. And I will, again, uh, fill my pockets with that sweet, sweet green. So Rico Colantoni, get to work, brother, uh, because I want to fill my accounts, uh, swell them up, Uh, Because of your sweat and tears. Uh, My dear, dear listeners, do reach out. Find me on social. I want to hear from you. uh, On Twitter, at DexGuff. On Instagram, at DexGuff. Give me a call. Uh, You know you can. Uh, That's 1-800-JOY-DEXTER. And listen, you know I'm going to put together another show of your calls very, very soon. So reach out. Leave me a message. Get on the program. I want to help you. Uh, you can also check out my website, uh, DexterGuffBand.com. Until next week, go out there, do whatever you have to do to swell your wallet. Get that back pocket swollen uh, or be sting up that purse so it swells up big time uh, with all that green. I want to see some swelling where you carry your money uh, is what I'm getting at. Uh, have a great week. You know that's what I'll be
1: doing. Guff,
0: I am... Out of here!
1: I would like to be unethical about this business venture.